Welcome to Two Men on the Run, and this week uh, we're going to bring a roundup of uh, the Tour of Merseyside, the 10th year of the Tour, um, and we're joined by a load of special guests this week. Um, we're going to go round, let them all introduce themselves, um, the organisers and, and, and tourists alike. Um, hopefully, um, I've seen in the tour, the tour group plenty of people that are interested in having a listen to this show, so uh, look forward to hearing people's feedback. Um, but yeah, our first guest, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, hello, uh, Paul Doran. Uh, been running for a couple of years now. Um, only took it up uh, sort of post COVID um, because I was uh, lazy, sort of putting on weight, uh, reaching middle age, and needed to do something about it. So uh, I took it up in a big way and pretty much run all the time now. And I've attended most of the BTR events over the last uh, sort of couple of years. And this was your first tour, wasn't it, Paul? This and is my first tour. Just give a shout of what time you ran for your tour. You remember? Well, I can't remember. Uh, can't I remember. finished in twenty fifth position. Um, so six hours twenty four. Oh, there you go. Forty six <laughs> seconds. I wrote yours and yours. I haven't got yours down, so you know yours. <laughs> Good evening, everybody. My, my name is Alan <coughs> Rothwell. I organise the tour. I also host a number of events through BTR and have been doing it for thirty years now. So um, fairly well experienced in this, but uh, tend to do more event delivery than running these days. Hey, I'm Sean Sales, first time tourist, almost an accidental tourist this year. I'd, uh, I tried to go into it in 2020, but obviously that all fell apart. Um, we got the deferral, came around to 2021, I ended up working away, so couldn't take part then. Um, ultimately, supposed to have gone into 22, then got Covid, which was a pain in the ass. found that test positive just before the year. Uh, first race so I had to pull out of that one um, so then immediately rejoined thought yeah I'll go for this in 2023 they probably forgot about it <laughs> <laughs> so I, I got the rem- I got the shock when I got an email about two weeks or so before the start saying oh by the way just to remind you <laughs> yeah this is your joining instructions for the tour of Merseyside 2023 I thought, oh, oh dear, oh dear. <laughs> I've not done an awful lot of running recently definitely haven't trained for the tour in fact, uh, I did more in that tour week than I'd done in the pre- my average monthly run yeah. for the previous 12 months. <laughs> so it was a bit of a kill or cure job for me. Yeah. And what was your time, Sean, in the end? 7 hours 34 or something like that, I think. 7.35.33, I think, I thought about. If you say so, I'll tell you where I was there <laughs> or there about. <laughs> Quick check earlier yeah. on. Yeah, I'm Keith Boyle, I've been running for about 15 years, I've managed to do 8 tours of Merseyside, I missed the first one because I thought it was an absolutely ridiculous idea, I just missed the first one, 2019, wasn't fit enough, and over the years my times have ranged from 7 hours 7 to 10 hours something or other, um, and this year it was 8.08, 8.07, I thought it was a little bit fitter than what it actually was, but yeah, still a good week. Yeah. And obviously, I'm joined by my co-host, John John, as always. Uh, Great to have all these people here. This is a very special edition. We've never, he, we've never had so many. No, I think John John's feeling very much outnumbered as a, as a non-tourist <laughs> here. So, uh, <laughs> told him he's got to be on his A, a game tonight. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, let, let's, before we you know, really get into some of the discussions and stuff and the topics that are, that are up there... Um, just sort of want to run through the the tour and 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 celebrate uh, sort of the 
the first three positions, mostly just plugging my own self, aren't I? Um, but um, obviously, we, we, we started with Southport, um, and the less we say about Southport, the better, I suppose, for everyone. Um, <laughs> um, I mean, that wasn't down to, to Alan, we've got to, we've got to say that. There was a different organiser for that one, we, we just joined that. And um, yeah, there was a, a bit of a false start to begin with, and the roads weren't closed, so that was that was fun with me getting mm. chased by cars a little bit on the early bits down Lord Street. Um, and uh, yeah, obviously we're mixed in with with the Southport half runners um, as part of that race. So it's 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 part of the tour, but I, I always think the tour kicks off um, starts on at Thurston, and then really for me personally, I think it kicks off at the, at the Rally um, on on day three. Um, but yeah, obviously I, I came in with one hundred eight forty two. Um, it's a course record. Um, not hundred percent sure whether whether it's going to stand as a course record because um, they didn't. didn't uh, have us in the, the official results sort of thing and whether they're going to give it to the guy who finished second behind me who pushed me all the way and actually led for, for 12 miles of the race it was only the final mile when I managed to, to catch him and, and, and take the win Would his um, time still be a course record? If it, yeah, for, yeah, so it would be a course record okay, as well, yeah. Right, yeah. yeah, as well so whether they give okay. it to him or not to me um, I think he was about 10 seconds behind me by the end um, Obviously Ollie Chadwick uh, last year's tour winner uh, was in uh, second place in the tour with 1 hour 15.48 and then Anthony Taylor, who was the, um, the the first winner of the tour, first three right. years, first three years, yeah. Uh, Alan, yeah, yeah. Uh, with one eighteen twenty seven, making his, his comeback at the, at the tenth year, uh, and then in the the women's race, uh, Carmel Edwards again, uh, now a four time winner, slight spoiler there for how this rounds out, um, was first lady back with uh, one hour twenty seven oh two, uh, followed by Fiona Cook um, in one twenty nine twenty two, and then um, Carol. Um, Oh, I've written a name down far too small. Last name begins with a P. Um, is one hour thirty six, um, and again I can't Carol see the Paxton. Section, Carol Paxton. That's the one. Um, so that was that was Southport onto onto Thurston. Um, again, it was um, for myself. It was thirty three twenty. Um, that was course record. Um, there followed by Ollie, um, who pushed me really hard over the first two miles um, with a thirty four forty nine, um, and then John Park, who's a his debut tourist, um, and Fiona's Fiona's partner in 36.40 um, then the women's race with Carmel in 41.04 uh, Fiona in, in 41.59 and Hayley Furcliff, um in 43.49 that day um, and then on to the rally which for me is, is, the, is the real start of the tour I think I why, why do you say that? so uh, be, because you get to see everyone else so oh, I, right, think, okay. I think on the, the Thurston you get it's, it's the tour day everyone gets to come together, you get together but you're all yeah. spread out because of the route and things like that and you see a couple of people ever so often with a little bit, but you don't get to see the full yeah. group of everyone. Yeah. But I think on the rally, you know, because it's out and back two and a half, out and back two and a half, you get to see everyone across the whole race and really sort of, you know, celebrate everyone across the whole field sort of thing. I think that that really brings that tour tour party alive, really for me. Um, so yeah, that's um, so that's the ten miler. So for myself, fifty two oh six, and now I know Ollie. Had a, a tough day uh, at the office on this one. His stomach was <laughs> off. He, he had to make a pit stop, um, and um, but still finished really strong um, with um, with 58 minutes 17, um, and then Anthony in, in 58.24. Um, again in the women's Carmel taking the lead in, in 106.07, uh, Fiona in 107.23, and Carol in, in 111.12. Um, I always think the women's race. Um, always seems that a little bit closer. I think to be fair, last year's race was was probably the most interesting race across mm. the board. Um, I remember watching it. And I came and watched at the um, the Friday night across country race, um, following along. And obviously, we discussed it on the podcast. But it was it was 
it was swapping hands every single race was was going both in the men's and well not so in the women's but the the lead lady was actually uh, leading some of the races out altogether and beating the men last year so it, it made well, it very third and exciting. fourth was tight until carol dropped out yeah she, she did she didn't run after uh, after the rally she, yeah, she missed she a couple was, yeah she missed yeah um, so yeah, so obviously we have our, our rest day on the Wednesday in the tour. Alan's kind enough to, to let us uh, have some sort of recovery. Um, though some some are mad enough to, to go and <laughs> find another run. race to go yeah, and do. Yeah. Um, I, I tried a, a very easy little three five uh, k. Yeah. I did three miles, um, and that was about it. I was meant to do a ten mile, but I, I decided to give it a miss. <laughs> um, and then we come to Thursday, and it's the, the five mile, the shortest shortest race of the tour, um, and can be the quickest race of the tour if the uh, the weather hasn't changed from those early days of the, of the tour that we had because um, suddenly the wind seemed to pick up um, and on the on the front there um, at Ottspool we had the wind in our faces um, on the way back um, that was, for me that was the toughest one of the, yeah, the shortest one but I don't know it's just I think after the day off yeah I took a walk rather than go for a run I think I should have moved a bit more yeah. <laughs> I just felt a little bit stiff. yeah I always think if you stay still you, you, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's why I tried to get out but uh, but yeah, it was a, it was a tough one in that in mm. the wind. Um, luckily, the sun was still out on us. Yeah, because um, that that disappeared quickly after after Thursday. <laughs> um, um, Didn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, I've got some great photos, contrasting photos between the Thursday night and Friday night. <laughs> the top off to where so through on the yeah. on the Friday. Um, but yeah, um, obviously twenty five twenty. So this is where I, I started to lag behind my course records and, and miss them um, for each one mm. of the next three days. Um, Ollie again, a fantastic run in 26.36 and Anthony in 28.15. Um, Carmel um, again came back as, as first lady after her and Fiona shielded behind, behind you, Paul, it, yeah. um, for the first half of the race. That's my claim to fame, and they admitted it as well. Uh, two and a half miles out, um, I, they were behind me. Yeah. And I, I, I remember just looking at them thinking, what's going on here? Why <laughs> am I ahead of the leading lady and the second lady in this race? And I said it out loud, and Carmel just laughed, and Fiona laughed, and they cut in behind me. They were both like either, up behind either mm. shoulder, and uh, and it was at that point I realised that they were shielding from the wind, because uh, <laughs> I seemed to be running strong, more strongly into the wind. When we did the turnaround point by the Britannia pub and come back, they were like almost two minutes per mile faster than me. Yeah. The <laughs> like, like, I know exactly what they were doing. Mm. Uh, so yeah, so Carmel with uh, thirty-one twelve, uh, Fiona with thirty-two sixteen. And then Hayley Furcliffe again with a 33.50 or 58. I'm not sure how I've written that down. Um, and then, yeah, cross-country, Friday, Statmore's, my, my least favourite of the of the week because uh, I have glass ankles and those little tiny holes in the ground <laughs> and around uh, there from the moles and the rabbits and things. Um, I just don't trust myself. Um, but the, the heavens also open, so it made it even more tricky. Um, luckily, I, I was sensible enough to put trail shoes on. Um, I gave Ollie a, a good telling off after the race, uh, was decided to wear his night vapor flies, um, knowing that how good he is on cross country, knowing how close uh, he came last year to breaking my course record mm-hmm. on that on that race himself, running it solo. Um, the fact that he went for her shoes that are known for having no grip whatsoever on the cross country, and when it was raining, um, I said to him, you know, he, he could easily have uh, have taken taken me out on that one and, and, and had the win, I think. Um, but uh, yeah, 32-11 for myself, um, 33-15 uh, for Ollie slipping down the hills. That's where I knew which shoes he had on as well when we came down the, the steep hill um, because he, he couldn't keep with me and I knew at that point he mustn't have trail shoes on because he should surely have been able to help me on that because um, I was watching my ankles. Um, <laughs> and then Anthony in 34-56. 
uh, Carlo in 40.07, again took the lead lady spot uh, with Fiona in 40.32, and then uh, Samantha Edwards in 41.38, a, a new woman, a uh, new female in, the, in the, uh, the top three there on that day. And then onto the wheel. Well, we were met with the wind, weren't we? <laughs> oh, um, but what, what can we say about that? Um, you know, I think we were we were blinded. It was horrible. By the, yeah, it, it, was it was a race of two halves. Yeah, like yeah. two completely different runs, wasn't it? Yeah. on the way out and the way back. Yeah, um, yeah. The, the I think the relative effort that you were putting in to running in the you know the first six miles was like you know considerable. It was like. Yeah. Uh, the amount of strength that you had to put into your legs to run into that, yeah. and, and I was taking turns with another another runner to shield each other, you know, sort of just to take the brunt ah. of the wind. The group behind us decided not to do that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't realise they were there until about mile three. Looked over your shoulder and saw this pack behind us. Like, it does oh, work. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We found out later when we yeah, we actually moved around the back and realised how think, much easier think, it is. I think following that as well, the amount of sand that you were getting out of your ears and your oh, nostrils yeah. and everything. Yeah, but yeah, but um, yeah. I mean, I found it. I, I let Ollie take the lead for about 20, 30 meters of it because he was sat right behind me for the whole way out, um, <laughs> and then decided I, I, I didn't enjoy sitting in second, so I went back past him and, and yeah. let him sit behind me again. Um, but I know, obviously, we were on his home turf as well, so yeah. I, you know, I was thinking, oh, is he, is he, is he going to have a go on this last day here on his home turf with his home crowd behind him and, and stuff <laughs> out to support? Um, but yeah, once we hit that turnaround point. Um, I, I waited to see if he, he if he made a move and, uh, once we came off the beach, and he, he didn't, so I, I I put my foot down then. And yeah, the the difference was that yeah we went out in something like six thirties and came back in like well, I came back in five oh eights. So it was um, the difference that that, that wind made six minutes faster on the on the way back. Way back yeah. mm-hmm. um, Fifteen years ago, and it was probably my first ever negative split. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, yeah. So it was it was a tough 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 race. Um, I ran uh, 108.28 so literally 20 seconds quicker than I ran at Southport even though there was a whole mile difference at Southport a mile and a bit difference um, Polly was 109.25 just behind um, and then Anthony in 116.52 uh, Carmel again um, took the women's race in 125.23 Fiona in 127.09 and uh, Vicky Allison in 127.52 can't read my own handwriting at all here today um, and then obviously overall wise um, 4.40.09 for myself um, was just just an overall course four record seconds. 4 seconds um, I'd had uh, yeah it was um, I had something like a 2 minute 40 lead um, after Southport um, which then increased the next 2 days and then got eaten away by that wind <laughs> on that last day um, Ollie in 4.58.12 I think for him I think he said it was Mostly PBs, I think overall PB for for himself mm. or close to anyway, um, and then Anthony in five thirteen thirty eight, um, again Carmel. I think she PB'd for most days Did or she? a lot of them. I know she said she'd she found she was running a lot quicker. Um, I think because she said she was she was just enjoying it more. She'd taken the pressure off herself and, and was just enjoying it more. And I'm so surprised she never said she would have told me. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, five fifty one dead, uh, and then Fiona in five fifty eight forty eight, and Haley. Um, was third lady overall in six twenty twenty, um, so yeah, um, and obviously we all enjoyed the the after party at the beer keller, um, which really just allows that that party to, to continue that a little bit more, um, and the film that is is brilliant and well put together and things. So um, we love watching that and reliving our, our week as, as <laughs> tourists really. Um, 
I've still yet to watch it, uh, the, the final Saturday edit yet, so that might be uh, something for me to do. It's up on the, on the website. Yeah, yeah. Actually, it's up there, yeah. so yeah, I can watch that one. Um, but yeah, what, you know, it was, it was a great week. It was, it was fun for myself, um, but obviously I want to hear from, from you guys. Um, and we know we've, we've, we've got a, maybe a bit of beef to, uh, to have a look at between uh, Alan and John. <laughs> 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 yeah. Who would you like to start? Um, well, let's, let's hear from the from our fellow tour, especially our first timers as well. Um, I suppose Keith as well. It'd be great to, to hear yours from your, your progression over the years, sort of thing, and, and how you've experienced it as well. So, uh, yeah, Sean, if you, if you want to go first, maybe. And yeah, well, I'd say. A little bit of a uh, went in with some trepidation. I'd heard some horror stories, but it was the whole challenge of doing 52 miles over the seven, six races in seven days that attracted me in the first place. Um, initially, every intention of actually training for it. I will be next year. I've already signed up for the next one. Absolutely loved it. Went round with a uh, with a friend from from the running club. Uh, he's just, he's done it before. And he said, "Well, I'll just show you the ropes and we'll just try and get you round without breaking you." Yeah. Uh, I just felt getting fitter and fitter as I was getting actually uh, through the races. And so you you said you felt that the rally was the best one. And for me, I'd heard horror stories about it, but I absolutely loved it because we were seeing everybody backwards and forwards bit stiff to start with but we just got faster and faster as it went on so by the second half you said you were doing negative splits for the first time in, in New Brighton with a wind assistance but we actually started gaining people and getting faster and faster and by the, by the end of that one we were actually charging across the line well, for me anyway it's uh, not, not your league but it was brilliant the atmosphere is just phenomenal and it carries through every race yeah. everybody you start to get to recognise people I think, don't you? Yeah. Giving you the high fives as you pass anybody, what haven't you? Yeah. Chatting before and after the race and whatever. But the thing I noticed about the tour is every level, a lot of races you do, if there's a loop back and you see the, the top runners, they're so focused on the race, they just, they, they don't even see you, I don't think. Yeah. But you, Ollie, and everybody behind you are giving you high fives and shouting to encouragement as you went through. Yeah. Which was felt quite different for me yeah. it's very much different in, in that regard it's, all, it's always yeah. been it's always been the same even when I uh, originally did the Tour of Tameside back in the, the 80s it was the same thing went into it a bit like yourself yeah. just wanted to see if it run 52 miles um, and the whole structure the delivery uh, and the friendship was, yeah. was exactly the same then as it is now so in, in that regard it's not changed at all it's it's but it that's because of the runners and the people that, yeah. that actually take part they, mm. they all end up following the same critical path of chasing the one in front looking at who's behind you yeah. can't help it it's just yeah. it's just what happens you all do it whether whether you think you're going to do it or not you just do yeah. just do yeah. I like the variations well you get you got a, you've got the road race which you had at Southport which I know was hot and Perhaps not the best. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but then you go on to the multi-terrain at Thurstiston, which is a great course. I loved that course. Yeah. Up and down. Um, I loved uh, the cross-country at Stadmores. Uh, and the the rain just added to that for yeah. me on this one. It's proper cross-country if it's tipping it down, yeah. isn't it? Um, and then you finish it off with a coastal one, which I suppose could be a bit dull, but it's where we run. So we kind of know you straight out, turn around and come back. A little bit of beach, about a mile or so of beach, isn't there in total? Yeah. With a out and back on that one. But yeah, it's 
the variety and everything. It's just it's my favourite race to, to deliver of, of all that we do with the yeah. variation we've got in the portfolio. Uh, it's it's I think because it's a week, um, it's my favourite event of yeah. what we put out. It's yeah. w without question always has been. And we'll, we'll get on to a bit of the, the origins. Obviously, we touched slightly yeah, on, yeah. on it there, Alan, with the, uh, the Tour Temp side and things that, um, obviously, from Ron Hill and, and, and things. Um, yeah, so, uh, sorry to any of the, the listeners if we hear the alarm or, or loud noises. We are in, in the shop today recording, which is an unusual place for us to record as, as normal because there's quite a lot of, uh, obviously, outside traffic. Um, but uh, hopefully, it's, it's not too disruptive. The mics won't pick it up too much. Um, but yeah, um, Paul, do you want to sort of. Talk a little bit about your experience at the tour as well. You were, it was your first time as well, yeah, sort of thing. Yeah, so um, I, I went into it a little bit green, wasn't really sure what to expect. Uh, I, I, as you know, run 40, 50 miles a week anyway. Um, wow. But I didn't realise how difficult it would be because of the intensity of mm. the running. Uh, so I don't race 50, 40, 50 miles every week. I just go out and train and run it. I might, I might sort of push myself once a week, whether it be a track or a park run or something like that. Uh, when you're sort of pushing yourself night after night after night, you sort of feel exhausted by the end of the week, and I did feel it definitely on the uh, the Saturday. Uh, and then I thought I'm replacing all of the uh, the lost moisture out of my body here with like a big stein of uh, <laughs> <laughs> of German beer. So, um, but gen genuinely, it was a it was an absolutely brilliant event, really well organised by Alan and Yvonne and um, all of the uh, the volunteers. Um, the, the camaraderie is what makes it for me. Um, you know, you're getting to meet people from lots of different running clubs, so um, you, you're building relationships with all these different people, and I think that's really important as well. There's no competition between anyone. Um, there's such a range of runners as well. You've got the elites like yourself, right down to you know people who just do it slowly for a hobby. You just want to kind of like go out and just see what you can achieve. I tried to push myself, and that was probably the best I could have done. Um, which I'm, I'm happy with really you know for, for the first time I've only been running a couple of years so I've got to be pleased with what I achieved Would you change your approach if you did it next year? I think I've learned things from it yeah yeah, I definitely would um, I'd probably train a little bit differently in the lead up to it <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't actually so I pushed myself I did push myself on them but I didn't didn't at any point get a PB on any of the races um, close? minutes off on most of them right. to be honest with you yeah. um, and then I think sort of consciously towards the end of the apart from Stad Moors <coughs> uh, which I ran really hard and I, and I felt like I did quite well on it um, and I really enjoyed that race that surprisingly I didn't I'd never done a cross-country race before um, and I too had the wrong shoes on I had a pair yeah. of sort of night road running shoes on and uh, I was slipping all over the place and um, you know it was I felt like I was running quite dangerously at one point, particularly when you're running down that slope. Yeah. You don't feel like you can stop your hands are going everywhere. Um, but no. I, I was surprised how hard you ran on the, on the uh, the Friday, knowing that you don't like running on grass yeah. and you don't like running in the rain. I don't like getting in wet. The wet. <laughs> <laughs> I borrowed my coat on the day because I, I hate the wet, I hate the freezing cold, I hate the heat. <laughs> I just like it to be the Goldilocks zone, just right. But no, I definitely changed the way the way I approached it um, and yeah I'd, I'd, I'd be a bit more sensible I think but I'd, I'd like to try and improve um, well time will tell won't it I'm getting mm. old now well, experienced yeah <laughs> experienced uh, Keith do you want to sort of, sort of give a bit of overview of your, your tour this year obviously you're saying you're 
you, you, you thought you were fitter than maybe you, you thought you were sort of thing going into it but obviously your experience of you know eight years of doing the tour as well, yeah, well as, I, as I said earlier in, in the introduction when I first seen it advertised I mean I'd seen there's a few videos knocking about on YouTube of Ron Hill's tour at Tame Side and I, I did watch a couple of them over the years and I didn't think it was for average, that type of event was for an average runner like me um, and in the first year uh, Rachel and Eamon from Penny Lane Side as they done it um, and I don't think I was alone thinking it was a bit crazy because you got 60, 70 yeah, odd. I think you got 70 in it, the first um, one. Uh, and they just, the week after, they just couldn't speak hardly enough about it. So I thought, right, we'll give that a go next year. Uh, and like I say, over the years, some years I've been in okay shape and other years not so good <laughs> shape. 2019, I, I, I entered, I didn't even turn up. There was no point. I'd walked out of it in 2018. And then um, lockdown was a bit of a lifesaver for me. Um, I know it was a bit different for some other people, so I got myself fit again, lost a bit of weight. And I didn't think I'd get in the tour 2021, but uh, a few places became available later on, and I went back in, and I'd done, done my best time there. It was about seven hours, seven. Yeah, and then, yeah, this year I thought I was in good shape. I thought, like to me, I'm only ever going to be a 145, 150 half marathoner, and I thought I was probably a 153 shape, uh, but it wasn't a great day. And I came in about 206, um, which was one of the slowest half marathons wasn't slower than 2018 that was really slow uh, and then so for the rest of the week obviously I, I, I knew then I wasn't at the level I thought I was at and just took it a little I wouldn't say it took it easy but I was a little bit more sensible with me running as the week went on yeah. so eight hours ish I think which is probably about right for me right yeah. I'll, I'll just say as well I, I think it was really great value for money um, you know <laughs> I'll just raise that now before the No, I do. I do think it was really great value for money, and you know, know what businesses have to pay out for things, and you know, the organisation of everything. You know, I can imagine it's quite a lot, uh, tax and everything else. Like it's gonna, you know, it's it, it, there's a lot. To I'll, it. I'll jump. In, I'll jump in it, and I'll, I'll, I will bring John Joe into the discussion because he's this is this is this is the quietest, and I'm sure our listeners are feeling the same way. They think John Joe is not here in the room because I, I've never heard him not speak for this length of time before. So obviously, John Joe, Paul's hinting at as a, a comment there that's been brought up from from last year's podcast that we did when we were chatting about the tour and things and and the, and the price and stuff that of, of, of entering and, and things that. Are. So uh, yeah, do you want to do you want to come in, mate, and I, I, I have a bit of something to say because you've been yeah, I've got it. loads to say. <laughs> it's not like <laughs> you. Um, I'm delighted that you've enjoyed it, and you mentioned business, and I and you've got expenses. And I've got a, a, a list of questions for Mr. Rothwell if he if he if he can answer them. Certainly. Um, you mentioned the tour of Tameside. Yeah. Um, this tour of Merseyside it's in its tenth year, I believe, or tenth yeah. anniversary. I'm not sure. That's right. Did you? Did you pioneer this idea, or was it was it your? No, it was it was Ron Hill's idea when he in, in the, the halcyon days of the early eighties, when uh, people discovered they could run a marathon, and it was like a superhuman effort. He, I think, because the the London Marathon and then the Great North Run cornered the the distance market, I think he wanted to do <coughs> something for endurance, and came up with the idea of, of a double marathon, which was fifty two miles. So Ron created it, and it lasted into about the, the, the early 90s, and uh, I, I'd taken part in a few of those, really enjoyed it, thought it was great. But it, it had a natural lifespan, and it, it disappeared uh, as, as the running market changed. 
and when we uh, we hosted the Liverpool Marathon in 2011 and 12 we were then denied the opportunity to do it in 2013 so I, I, I still wanted to put an endurance event on but not one where you'd run from Liverpool to Manchester it was just an A to B I, I, I'm not a fan of that uh, so I thought well you know the old Tour of Tame side uh, worked really really well I enjoyed it I experienced it I knew what it was about so I, uh, I, I created the, the tour in the, the, the exact likeness of the Tour of Tameside. And that, that's and, where it came from. And the Tour of Tameside, what, what exactly was involved in that? Was it you know, four races or just 52 No, it, it, originally it was uh, back, back in the 80s, early 90s. It was the same structure. It was six races, 52 miles. Six right, right, the okay. more recent reincarnation is, is a bit different <clears throat> where they've now got four races. But you can enter one, two, three or four. So it's... That's just a collection of, of four races, um, and you don't have to do them all. Obviously, where the tour is just you know you all do it, you all start, you all finish. So, and you, were, you you took part in the in the tour of Tameside. side yeah. What was your background? Were you part of an athletics club? No, uh, lone wolf, enthusiastic runner, as I, as I was as a young lad in running around the streets of Everton as a kid. I just always ran, uh, no particular reason. I just liked it, um, and then. Tried playing amateur football, but was no good. Used to think I was Alan Ball, but I wasn't. I was absolutely hopeless, but I could run round. So somebody challenged me to run from Liverpool to Southport to see if I could, so I did. No clue what I was doing, but it, the, the whole distance thing started there, and I just missed How old were you at this point, sorry? If you... I was about uh, what, 19, 20. But running wasn't a thing then. I'm talking about the yeah. late 70s, early 80s. And he challenged you to run from Liverpool to... To Southport. Right, OK. Yeah, okay. so I did. I had no clue what I was doing. Got the train back, but yeah, I did it. So, right. And that, that was really the and start. what was the first, the first race that you were involved in? You know, the first... Running? Yeah, organising. Oh, oh organising. That, I'll tell you, that, that was 1994 in the Liverpool Half Marathon. That was the first event yeah, that you were yeah. involved in. Yeah, I was involved with a, a group of waif sprays, busybodies, nosy parkers, people with no other human contact, and they all just wanted to put a race on because there wasn't one. There'd been the Mersey Marathon up to two years before, and um, <coughs> I took part in it, and then I joined them straight away and helped. So between then, between 94 and 2004, we put the, uh, the Liverpool Half on as a... Uh, as a voluntary group, and that was where the, the the whole event thing started. Along the way, I then got asked if by the tunnels authority if we could put the tunnel 10k on, and because we were part of a group, I said, yeah, fine, I'll have a look at it. We created the Santa Dash in 2004, so there was a sort of an e evolution of, of events popping up. And the Liverpool City Council, they abandoned the, the women's 10k, didn't really want it, didn't want the corporate cup, so we, we, we tried to sort of keep them going, but they they died a natural death, both of them. So I was, I was then, I was then involved in delivering races when the, the London Marathon Company asked me if they could take over the Liverpool Half in 2004. Well, they only stayed for two years, so then they gave me the race back. Well, the voluntary group had disbanded then, so there was only me. So I had to give up, leave the half marathon altogether, and and who knows where it would have gone, or uh, I, I carried on. So we, so we created the uh, the event business literally in, in 2007 as a, as a limited company and, and that's where we are today. Next question, policy on refunds transferring until next year, is that, that's a, that's a, a, 
a question regarding you know transfer. Someone's no. passed you this one, haven't you? Yeah. Well, you know, it's a national gripe, so and, and you'll get the same answer. What is the answer? No, to that? I don't. I don't allow in the tour. We allow deferrals, not a problem. But in in the normal events, we don't. Right. Other big races. Yeah, yeah. Allow transfers. Yeah. We PTR, don't. PTR. No, no. No transfer. No. So do you. To be fair, I'd say I think it's if it's a, a statement that's there. What's the reason for that then? It's fair, the isn't it? If it's out there, um, because it means more work for us, and it introduces a secondary market of people dragging their feet to try and swap numbers when when they know they they, they can't be bothered for whatever reason or they're injured. So we just don't, and okay, that, that, that isn't going to change. How do you next question? Yeah. How how do you draw up your prize list? How do you mean draw it up? Well, it's first, second, third, and the age group categories. You know, but when I say yeah. draw it up, how do you decide what prizes to give, depending on you know, you, is it dependent on entrance? Well, to to a degree, but they're fairly consistent. It's first, second, and third in, in the male and female. Not just for the tour, for any race in yeah, particular. Yeah, it's yeah. the same. Yeah. Yeah. Apart from the ninety-seven-five k, that's a fun run. So it's it's nothing to do with entrance. It's just purely you've decided before the race is organised. These yeah. are the prizes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you're talking about the value of the prizes? Well, I mean, I was criticised because it's £150 for six races and the prize that when you won it in 2019 was £150. So you've won all, you, you broke the record, you've got your money back. Now, I'd have imagined that the winner would actually, first, second, third, I'd have some category prizes because that's what I'm used to, used to going to races yeah. with... You know, but as a businessman, that's fine. You know, that's yeah. your decision. But if I'm I'm wanting to get on board and support a particular yeah. race, I'll be saying, well, I'm not. You know, I'm not going to pay a vast amount of money. It's not a vast amount of money. 150 pound is is to all people. It's a lot. It's it's you know. But well, if the prize, I, w I would argue it isn't. Okay, well that's fair enough. Yeah. In, in I, I, on the same week of your tour, I paid yeah. 12. <laughs> Three pounds for the Harrick Hill race, five point three miles. Yeah. Twelve pounds for four races. Yeah. One per month, and there was boxes of fruit and vegetables for lots of different categories. So everything went back. Yeah. Now, Matthews paid one hundred and fifty pounds. Yeah. Hundreds of runners in this event, and he's 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 broken. He's got his money back. Yeah. What the second place? I don't know. Did second place get anything? Did third place? You know, category prizes. No, we don't do category prizes so in the, the tour. The prizes are minimal then. Yeah. Well, that's fair enough. Because as a, as a it's, bit, it's not. But I criticise that. It's not commercially focused in terms of rewarding commercially the entrance. Yeah. yeah but I, would I mean, say, I would. I would. Say, I would say yeah. to be fair, and it, it's when you when you brought that up last year in the last year's show, I was sort of saying, well, yeah, like. As a value of what you've paid to enter to get the prize, it's 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 a, it was even it's an even thing. But at the same time, like it's not. I didn't enter the tour to win the prize. It's not that sort of race. Nobody, nobody and, does. And to be fair, that there's actually when you look at what prize money is out there, elite elite level running is is is, is very minimal, and the amount of chances of winning any prize money is either you have to be like the very very top. Or there isn't anything else. Like you get the odd chance. Manchester Marathon, for example, is probably probably the best prize money out there for anyone of my level and caliber because we actually get a chance to race it. It's, it's a British only prize, so you've not got 
any of the Kenyans and Ethiopians flying in to win the prize money because their agents have sent them over there. Um, it's two and a half grand, um, and it's come down. And there used to be a cash bonus for under two twenty, which would be year I won it. Was take that wasn't in there, so you didn't have that. Um, so they're you know they're taking that cash out of there. But for what it is, is actually a you know a, a good sort of return on it for an elite level. And that's an sort expensive of event. race to enter. And that's an expensive that. race to enter. But at the same time, you know at the level. I'm at and things that that's probably the only one where any there's any sort of you know big so big big so you know because two and a half grand a lot of cash yeah. to take away from a race there are thousands you know, of entries that's now, yeah, yeah yeah so there's, there's you know the entry numbers are, are a lot bigger than in the tours because you can have a lot more like yeah. yeah it's one of the it's after London it's one of the biggest yeah. road races in, America, <clears> in, the, in the country sort of thing um, so that you know but after that you know the number of road races I go to and compete in the prize money or any you know or actually any prizes is even is non-existent or is, is sort of only of a value equivalent mm. to race entry and things like that so you know there's there's, there's the fell races and and, and the, the baby fells i suppose because the horror kill race is a bit of road and stuff so it can't be a full you wouldn't call it a full fell race but those sort of races are very much you know that club historic sort of clubbing and the fell races have always been known for having lots of prizes and celebrating everything but also being cheap as any you know the, the cheapest possible sort of race and cross countries again but there's no road closures there's no you, you basically you know you're getting permission from the landowners around pretty much and then it's you know the the volunteers again on there so the costs are, are very low and I, I don't think there's any correct me if I'm wrong on this one Joe, there's no medals or anything for Horrock and stuff like that so Having there done for the series, there is for the series. Yeah, uh, yeah there's the trophies for the series, and they're historic trophies as well, aren't they? But um, having done like the Dream Trail race for for St Helens Sutton when we post when we host that, you know, your your medals have got to be ordered, you know, six months or more in advance to keep the price as low as possible. If you're later than that, you've then got to fly them in, and then that whacks the price up on them. So that's a huge cost and value to it. Um, so obviously, if you've not, if so you've I'd not like to ask Mr. Rock, well, if he doesn't mind me asking him. What are the expenses for these races? You know, you, the the, the, tar, the time, we, we don't look shipping, at the road closures. What do they what we, do they cost? You seem focused. You seem focused on cost. Absolutely, of course. Why, well, why are you why are you charging one hundred and fifty pounds then? Because that's what it if costs. If you're not if bothered we, about if, the money, why not just give it for free? It, we we don't because it's it's, it's my job. And it's, it's a, a business. It's a limited it's a business. company, yeah. yeah. So and we pay VAT and tax as, a, I, as and an individual, else. as yeah. an individual, I've, I've, I'm free to support either a business like yourself, yeah. or an amateur athletics club who yeah. wish to non-profit it and give everything back to the runners involved. Yeah, and that's my choice. I mean, I've not got a, any beef with you. Yeah, apparently you've got beef with me. I've no beef with you. It's a choice. It's a pure no, choice not, between. Not not at all. I'm curious as whether to I wish you to support. Focus, <laughs> you seem focused on. Well, it's cost. 150 pounds. You know, three pounds but for the race. Your, or your, your cost pounds. base is three pounds to run up a hill yeah. and get nothing. I, I get I a box of fruit and vegetables, which is worth more than nothing, which is what you're giving. Well, no, because the, the well, no, difference you is. Know that? You well, you just said there's only one prize in the tour. Yeah. So if but I finish second, we have costs throughout the week. The first day, toilets. Uh, Stewart's but there's still a profit margin though surely if it's a business there's a profit margin I don't and, know and whether there's a profit in the so you must in be making tour. money from it surely we, we don't look at individual events all the money goes into a single pot for BTR Liverpool Limited we don't isolate this race and that race 
What I would say is, yeah. if if there is a prize, you encourage competition. But I, th- I think and, but and, we only we only encourage that, competition at the sharp end. At the sharp end, at what, the, the end, first yeah. person to finish. Yeah. And, and, and I, the prize is this the the it was it's gone up to two hundred pounds. Yeah. Why has it then gone up then from one hundred and fifty to two hundred? What was the reason for it for its increase? There was no reason. I, I just decided. But I think as well, John. I think I think there, there is a bit that you you missing when when being so focused on the the price of things is what you've missed is these three other fellas in the room have described their experience of the tour. I'm delighted for them. No, yeah. But well, I was, well, I was also is, say to them, give the Harrick Hill race a chance on the twenty third of July, I believe. Four pound on the day. <laughs> four pound on the day. And and tell me that, that you're saying running up a hill. Yeah. It's challenging. You're going up a hill through farmers' fields. It's, d- it's road. D- yes. it's, it's a tough race. Yeah, yeah. Some of those races within they didn't have road closures. Mm. The, of those six races, yeah. The Fire Coast runners organised the first yeah, yeah. race, which yeah. was road closures, which didn't actually happen. Almost. Apparently, on those <laughs> races. Did those other races have road closures? No, because they're designed not to. So that's 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 the the sort of the the, the questions I would be asking. Yeah, legitimately. Yeah. But, that, but that's because that's where, am I, where am I where am I going to race this week? You know, and that's I've got plenty of options. But what yeah. I'm saying, and of course, I, I will support BTR if I feel that they're ticking all the boxes. But I just got a question. We don't here. tick your boxes. You're obviously a particular type of runner who focuses on what you're going to get out of the race commercially. Or, or, a, or a banana or whatever from, from the Horex <laughs> Hill uh, and, and not ours. Have you it's ever more, run, it? Have you ever run in the a BTR that, race? The, 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 the new Nomads are offering is more than what BTR are offering. And yet the price How is do you know what, what I'm saying? Did you see what we gave out? That's what I was going to say. What do you have any clue what we well, gave you, out? I'm asking you what the prizes are and you've, you've said there was one prize. What were the prizes? What do you, what's a prize? I don't, well, I don't understand what your what prize. prize. What is a prize? They got food and water at every race, right, okay. every night. So you get you get you get the tour. You get something yeah. back, isn't it? You get something back. They got yeah, something back every, every well, why night. Why not have a prize for second and third? Why not have a prize for the first second, bet? Second and third one place position in the tour. We do. We do. Oh, yeah. what are the prizes? I thought. Well, I've asked you that question. You said there were no prizes. No, I've okay. said to you twice: right. first, second, third. Right. And in the other races, we have age category prizes. Right, so what are the in prizes? Every- I'm asking you, what are the, what are the prizes? Well, Trophies. Yeah, but yeah. that's usually kept to the winners to get the you, know, you only know the prizes for first, because I've, I've told you, because we... Yeah, I know yours has gone up to 200. It's gone up to 200. <laughs> the, the, the entry fee was 150, so we, we've it's gone up to 200, so well, you've gained 50 a, pounds. 100, it was 138, actually, and it's 140. You have more I'm, experience, Matt, than us three, on what sort of prize money that, that's, what I, that's what I was so saying for a, before. For a small, Andrew's, like, non-elite event... Is well, that, that's what. Is that well, that's what I'm saying. Well, it's more than it's more than what you get at most events. I that's mean, what I that's what I was saying I when I was talking about Manchester. I, I would, and I would that bring is. in. I would bring in the Hale Village Five Mark. Yeah. Now I would say, the person organising that Guy has Roberts. about got it right. Yeah. He comes from an athletics background, and yeah. he understands to me, for me, that if you offer prizes, you're going to encourage better competition at the high end, which he does. do. you get you look at the history of that race. You got some quality well, finishes. And, and, and also, category prizes, it's a free race next year. So, James, get- James the doctor, he didn't even know. He was the first guy, 45 yeah. to 50. He gets this slip, free race entry next year. 
Now that has a cost because next year you're going to make less money, which is, is fair yeah. enough. But I say that Alan does that at the other BTR races. Well, I, I was so asking a straight question. What are the prizes? And I'm, 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 that's, that's, but yeah. yeah, but you're not specifying. You're talking about the tour. You're talking about BTR races because there's, it's Alan's sort of. We're Boris. talking about the tour here today, aren't we? That's what we're yeah. talking right, about. Right. So yeah, but but the, so the, the whole point of the tour, and that's the bit you're missing. Is the whole point of the tour isn't about the prizes. The whole point of the tour is about the experience that these these three guys and I've as described in the. <coughs> Is about that experience of it. We none of us. We don't pay the money to win any prize money. I have the bonus of being able to run quick enough to get some of the prize money from it, because um, Alan's put it there. But we all. What the value of the tour is is the experience and the friendship. And you know, yeah, we we all get a medal at the end of it. We all get the goodie bags every day that Alan and the team have filled up and stuff like that with like various protein bars and stuff like that, and um, you know, soothing gels and stuff like that. So there's a lot of stuff that we get back each day from it and actually the other bit as well and I, I, I would say there's, there's got to be a cost to this and you know again it's whether Alan wants to talk about that but it's the, the actual after party at Beer Keller and the filming there's a whole film um, that gets put together it's it, we, we, various runners through the week um, are interviewed every day we get the film gets put together and we get to, it gets played back to us um, at the after party and we get to celebrate with everyone that's taken part in the tour that, that's, that's been free that afternoon uh, to come along and so we do get this there's a lot of value that isn't necessarily like a monetary or sort of prize you know value that you would you maybe look at it from a different race but stuff like yeah. obviously BTR half and um, I mean I, I, I ran BTR half this year and I wasn't happy with my own performance and I wasn't happy with Alan just because I wasn't happy with my race to it to be fair um, but that was something me and the coach and we've discussed it on many of the podcasts that we made the decision of using it as a training run and we're never going to do a training run as a race again because it's awful not to be able to actually then go and race when you're not leading it and you feel like you might be able to if you actually raced it but um, you know that was that but you know there's prizes there again as Alan said for the categories which is the same as any other road race around um, and you know and that's that's where you're and obviously you, your smaller club races that they host on Sales Sizzler yeah. is on tonight it's £10 £10 entry fee who hosts it? The sale, sale amateur athletics so, club. It's a club, but it's but it's yeah. in a park. There's business, no road closures. No, it's all business. And, and yeah, the so they don't I, make money. They don't pay no, tax. No, the point I'm making is they're the kind of races I will support, uh, and I have the right to do that. You know, no one's um, no saying you're not. Know. <laughs> you just your questions seem to suggest that somehow I'm taking all this money off people and stuffing it in my ass pocket, and I'm swanning off on holiday and I'm living a lavish life. Well, that's my. That's my. That would be fine. Why but not do but that? I'm not, and you. I, I feel you're questioning me for whatever reason, purely on the basis of cost, which is ridiculous. Have you ever put an event on? How is it ridiculous? Have you ever put an event on? I'm asking you. What, have you ever put an event on? I don't wish to put an event on. Then you don't have a clue of cost. Well, I'm asking you about cost. Road closures were yeah. mentioned. There were no road Ex closures in your five races. <clears throat> No, so I'm what were the costs for road closures? There weren't any. There you go. So there's no well, cost. There, no there, cost there. There wasn't on Wednesday night in Sefton mm. Park for the Mosley yeah. And there isn't, there isn't tonight in the sales season. Yeah, but the difference 20, being is you're 20, paying for it, though. Can that I draw, 20 20 pounds, draw the contrast for the £20 pounds on, on Wednesday? You're paying to join the, to take part in the event, whatever. Co mm -hmm. You know, if it loses money. How can it lose money, though? There's no expense there. There is, because we've got the expense. Well, you've got the business. You've got all the. 
no, not necessarily, but, yeah. but that, that's my experience when I've when I've gone to them. Um, I I did come second to last in the Walsh two lads one year. Yeah, well, there's a, the, the, there you go. That, that supports <laughs> me, me opinion. But then you've got like uh, other companies like Run Through, which is a, a London based company, I think, and they come to Liverpool. There are a couple of Liverpool lads actually that are based they? in that now based is in, in London. London and stuff like yeah. that. But they are like and Warrington lads and stuff like that. They are in Northwest. But they're, they're sort of races cost a similar sort of amount to Allen's, I think, um, and. And they don't have road closures. They do the races in the same places all the time, all over the northwest, whether it be Tatton Park or mm. Aintree Racecourse Retail Park, which is a boring run. You know, four laps to do a half marathon, but it's four inside laps and four outside laps. Um, and I just think it's dead boring. They charge £30 odd pound, don't they? Yeah, yeah, it's about that, yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, all the races are different prices for BTR, but. I, th- I think probably their races, they probably maybe swallow some of the uh, cost of some of the yeah. more southerly races which probably cost them a lot yeah, more to it. put on there and then, in the, in the a lot of volunteers races, as well. I think you have to yeah, yeah you'd have to yeah. same, same with us yeah and, yeah. Yeah. and they probably charge more for those southerly races to be fair than yeah. they do for the ones up north because yeah. we probably wouldn't pay the but, prices that you yeah. do for some of the south Redding got into trouble a year or two ago didn't he I think they advertised a half marathon of £45 I think and there was uproar locally and yeah. blamed it on an administration error or, a, or something. Then you've got like some other ten pound. Some other <laughs> race organisers who, who are heavily subsidised by I don't know, local council. Like there's one in Warrington which is completely free, isn't it? I know. There's but that, that's run through the, the host that, 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 that now host it. Now host because it. of the, the the politics. The thing of, you've what happened with the past yeah. organisers and stuff yeah. like that the, and things. So. But all I'd say is I, I feel like um, <clears throat> with BTR it kind of encourages more of a range of people to to enter. Um, you know, the likes of the, the Santa Dash, which was the first ever race I did for BTR, and I did it in the first year that you hosted it. Um, and that was... 2004. Yeah, uh, and it, I think it took me about 45 minutes to do it, because I wasn't a runner back then. Um, and it was just the atmosphere, you're paying for the atmosphere. It's like when you go to a nightclub, uh, you know, uh, a concert or something like that, the atmosphere and the party that you sort of brought, brought with it was what I really enjoyed. Mm. Um, and that's what I think BTR does well. And I suppose the other bit, and I suppose that the bit, John Joe, when we if we if we want to look at the price breakdown, and it is something that um, a lot of tourists commented on. Alan, Alan said he was he was coming on the show today, and did any of the fellow tourists have any comments to, to you regarding the price sort of thing? And there's, there's some comments we won't repeat, but um, so, um, <laughs> but um, you know what, what they sort of said was if you were to break down, you know the road obviously. It's, it's difficult to do it. No, not the road races. Road races in general. <laughs> so road races in general. For example, run through is a perfect example to use in, as, as a contrast in one because they use courses which don't need road closures as well. Um, and so, if you were to take a half marathon, for example, is around 
anywhere between sort of say 30 to 45 pound i think manchester actually is like manchester in, it does include road closures in manchester but that's about 65 quid or something like that so if we say around the 40 pound price point for southport half i think that's it was around that anyway for its entry if you were just entering it as a race it might have been 35 it was around there anyway as, as a one fee on that um you've then obviously got your other two road races um, so you uh, sorry your three road races so you you five miler your 10 miler and your Wirral coastal one um again in there so you, you're talking again somewhere around probably 25 to 35 pound is probably the, the going breakdown cost of them by any other organizer as well so what we've we're four races in now and say an average of somewhere around 30 quid a race on that um so 120 quid so far um, that's four races obviously yeah cross country can be you know a couple of quid or something like that um you know three or four quid um, and then you're talking um the multi-terrain which again can range variously from something like Hurricane hill race of four pound to again somewhere in the realms of <coughs> of 20 quid or so depending on who, who what being organized and what it is sort of thing at that point the cost that alan said the tour was 138 is 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 covered within that if you just did them as individual races with any other race organizer and um, what you've got then out of the value of it is obviously the the you know the races themselves put on hosted and volunteered the um the the individual packs every day that we get in the medal at the race and the after party at Birkow plus the experience which you can't really put a value on to be fair because there isn't I, you know, I've raced all over the world now at this point, um, and there isn't a better race experience for me than the tour. You know, I've done it twice, um, and will be back at some point. But I always feel like I need to give a little gap because it gets a bit boring if I'm just rocking up every year. I'm sure. <laughs> um, and as I say, last year's one for me was much more interesting to watch and, and see who was battling it out, and, and especially seeing Ollie uh, come back. I think because he only, I think he only won it on the last day. Um, last year, I think it was very and close. Off, didn't know he'd won and got off to Cyprus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, it, it's for me, from an experience standpoint, which, you know, yeah, I, you know, I race to run fast. I race to, yeah, to try and grab some prize money at some races and stuff like that. And, you know, I think I'll always choose Manchester Marathon over London because I can maybe grab two and a half grand over nothing at all. Um, and I actually like Manchester more than I like London from my one experience mm. of London. Um, but, and again, I suppose that comes a little bit into the experience of it. Is I I like the experience of Manchester Marathon because it feels like a home race and it's closer and stuff like that. Then when I go down to London, I didn't like the experience. I didn't think actually the crowds were that great compared to Manchester and, and everything and the hassle of going down to London to race. So there, there's not only is the yeah there's you can look at it as monetary values and not necessarily actual hard cash, but you know goodie bags, medals, things like that. There is the the value itself in the experience of a race and. You know, obviously, you know, the likes of, if you like the fell running and you like the cross country, then the value you're going to get from a four pound race and a three pound race of Horrock Hill race is going to be huge, hugely amount because one, there is less cost, obviously, from a financial standpoint to you, but true, but you've got the experience of something you enjoy doing and it's what you enjoy doing as a, a terrain and things like that. Um, but obviously, I don't. I don't do trail and the one time I did do trail at Horrock Hill Race you beat me at it so it's definitely one I'm not going back to because I don't like losing um, but you know I like road racing and so the cost of road racing is is around that sort of price and um, I am in a, in a nice position where actually I get a lot of free entry into a lot of them so I don't actually know the, the cost of them at times but um, Liverpool uh, Liverpool Marathon 
rock and roll the last rock and roll actually killed me because I had to pay for that one and I hadn't paid for an entry for a marathon ever uh, until that point and that was 70 quid because um, I entered the day before the race <laughs> um, I think the point to make is that you'd, you'd be pushed to find anyone who's done the tour that doesn't think we got value for money yeah definitely you can, argue about, you can argue about the price but I think most 99.9% of people have done it or think they got good value yeah. and, and that's because of the the experience yeah. of it and I think that's the the bit you've 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 got uh, if you if you if you can you argue a bit with it John do I think it is I think you've got to go and experience it and I think then you can fully say whether you feel Was it, it worth is good value for money or not or um, because you've then experienced it and you know and I'm, I'm fairly certain there's at least two course records you could have off me well, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm delighted that you you've all enjoyed yourselves and and I don't wish to set a precedent for paying that sort of money and getting involved in in that particular event because I think it's a trend that one is setting. I think the amateur clubs have it right. The sales sizzler this evening, ten pounds, um, a great fast five k. Don't forget, I'm not training for six races in a row. None of us in in the group are training for that. We're training for specific races. We can race every week or every other week. We want to. We want to run fast, we want to be competitive. But when we're paying 20 or 30 pounds, we want the respect that the, the people, whoever they may be, I was at Shrewsbury there, Shrewsbury 10K, and I crossed the line second place. I was coming back from some sort of injuries or whatnot. And the first guy got something, and we'd all paid about, I think it was about 20 quid, it may be less or more, I forget now, 20 quid, 1,800, 2,000 runners. And I, we got, I got a plastic bottle. And then third place come in, he got a plastic bottle. And it was like, they were looking at each other. Think. And there was this sort of, have we been robbed here? You know, not that we've been robbed. It's not necessarily the way you guys seem to be thinking about, we're just going there to win prizes. There's, when you're paying 20, 30 pounds, I think first, second, third, first lady, 40 to 45, first, lady 50 to 55 and men cat vets category prizes just the price of the tickets encourage the competition out of respect for those who were all those individuals right across to give that motivation to come back next year we do i'm so close i'm not saying that you don't but the shrewsbury 10k didn't do that that was a, a business venture I, I mean, and, that, and that you find with businesses they do naturally think of profiteering, which is which is a business. That's I, fine. No, no. Can I just say? Right. No, I don't. I'm not talking about the Shrewsbury tanker. We're a business, and I have never put profit first. Anyone that's listening, I never put profit first ever. There you go. It winds me up because people have assumptions about event businesses without understanding my background, where I came from, what I've committed to the BTR portfolio. I never put money first. With respect, Alan, but you, you did not come from an athletics background, with respect. Well, I mean, well, I mean it's, 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 it's described the, the background. The, 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 the races that I have supported yeah. tend to be volunteers, tend to be people who... Well, that's how Alan started. Uh, how you know, started. God, God rest Mike Doolin. I who, worked who, 10 years for, for free. I gave up my time for 10 years to do nothing. Got left with a race. That I could have walked away from and gave up my day job to do this because I was happy to. 
that, that's a business though, isn't it? You've got to yeah. call it, you know, for what it is, and that's fine. But I think what, that, I, you what, seem to decry that and see, it's like you're saying only amateur club races have some kind of value because they charge a couple of quid. And I suppose there's, there's, a, there's a bit... No, no, I think there's always a place for business. Always. Yeah. Always a place for business. And what I would say to all those business, including the Shrewsbury 10K, yeah. is deliver some decent prizes. Not for me, for the for, for the first, second, third, like I've yeah. said, the, 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 the masters, the vets. Yeah. Create that competition within, within the business itself. And then... You've got a race which I will put put my thumbs up at and maybe turn up. You know, if I've got the time or if I'm if it's part of my, is, my training. I mean, I, I have that's to, all I'm such because yeah. I'm turning up at certain or I'm witnessing sort of like at the Shrewsbury 10K. I must point that out because that was a huge disappointment, not to me because I got that feeling from co-competitors. Well, they've just forgotten about the race itself. This is just how many people can we get into this? How much money yeah. can we make? But and I th- I and that, that's where the balance is. And I would I mean, say there's I've always a, a place for business. I think I've got to dis- disagree with you, John Joe. As, 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 someone, is, as someone who is that, that top end bit, mm. I never I never go into a race looking for I don't believe a prize. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't, because I, I, I go into a race. I don't either. I'm not saying that. See, well, you get me confused. No, because that's when it you sounds like confused. you're saying that you're disappointed no, 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 because there wasn't no. a good enough you seem, prize. You seem, you seem focused on it. No, well, if I'm paying on, on 20, prizes, 20 or 30 pounds, so can you just, there's a difference, you, isn't there? If I go to the Sales Sizzler this evening for 10 yeah. pounds and I walk away with nothing, it's a fast course, it's very yeah. competitive, I might get a PB, I'm willing to, you know, nothing. But you nothing are walking away with okay. something because you're potentially you, walking away with a you PB, want that, you want that race. PB has yeah. more value than, if I go to a race well, and I get a PB, well, you're not gonna get I don't that care in what the, in the prize money is. Side, though, are you? I, no I, disrespect, but uh, you're not going to get PBs in a Tour No, but you're not, do, you're not doing the Tour Emergency side for a PB. I don't no, I, I, I don't do the Tour Emergency side for the PB. I do the Tour Emergency side for the experience of it. Experience is different. And so that's... Yeah, that's it's a collection of races side by side. Not just the experience of doing races side by side. The experience of the atmosphere, the, the, the party, the culture that you build in there, the people that you, you meet at the Tour and the witness. The witness because 52 miles for me... It's a fairly well. It's, it's it's less than what I would train. I do hundred mile weeks, so it's not a challenge. The challenge is pushing my pace. But even though, even then, I'm only pushing what I would run for a marathon equivalent each day over shorter distances. Matthew, now putting it back to back, you, you got you I got am, an amazing buzz. You said in that, yeah, hang on, the, hang on, in that particular race where you turned around, yeah, and all yeah, those yeah. people were cheering you on. Yeah. Now I, I know that no. buzz as well, but you get it more than me because you just you know. But I get. But the point it's not is, just cheering point me on, is, It's cheering them on. You, that's yeah, the, that's the difference. I'm but, not. I'm but, not fussed on the prize that, just was, for me. I'm fussed on the experience of seeing those people that are doing the same challenge as me. That is for them is a challenge because they've maybe never done 52 miles in a, in a week. It's it's something they wouldn't do. It's a challenge and a goal. Yeah, it's a challenge. And so I love running. I take after me dad, and I love running, and I love seeing other people love running. And that for me, that that's the thing I love the most about the tour is. Obviously, numbers were a little down this year, but you know the year I did it in 2019, there were 500 other people that rocked up for six races across seven days that every one of them just got this buzz from running that I get every time I put my shoes on and run. That's, that's the, what I experience, and that's why I love running. That's why I push myself to try and achieve the goals and, and the times and things that I try and do, because I get this massive buzz. And when I did the tour, I got to see that in 499 other people 
Uh, you know, and, and because you're going back and forward, I get to see that on their faces and them enjoying it. And yeah, there's, there's a great bit of, I get a bit of buzz of them cheering me on, but I get to support them and cheer them on. You, because you've convinced me this is a fantastic event. <laughs> you've got all these people who are enjoying themselves race after race. My only criticism, if it be a criticism, is, is the prizes. <laughs> so you just said a second ago you didn't care about the prizes to me. No, yes, You mentioned the sales. You mentioned the sales sales other few times. How much is And if you're affiliated, I imagine you get two pounds knocked off. What's Eight in pounds it? Then. What's in it for a runner like me, an average runner? Who's probably Matthew, gonna, you won that race. No, no, probably at his best. He's going to do twenty-two. What's your best time for five k? Officially, it was 22, 27 Would you like to beat that time? Years ago. Yeah, Would you like, 10 years Why are you not there this evening, then? Because <laughs> 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 he's not running well. Because <laughs> I will pay £10 to enter that race. Okay. And it will be soul-destroying. Okay. Because, why be will be? because by the sound of things, there's going to be a ton of people there doing no, no, I don't. Is that 16, right, 17, 18 not, minutes. Yeah, it's a quick... All of them. But you get a t-shirt. No, not all of them. There's not going to be many doing 24, is there? There's a lot of... There's a, there's a lot of quick runners. It does. It gets. It does get like the, the the local running community come out and obviously support it. Similar to you know you get your part run sort of bits. It does, but it, it is a quick race and it does get you know I've raced there against the likes of Johnny Meller and stuff like that. So we're talking some of the very yeah. top runners in the John country. Joe just got to on the top end. Yeah, yeah. you look at the BTR portfolio as a whole. It's a broad range, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and all those people it, it encourages into yeah. running, mm. and especially the things like the tunnel runs. It's a bit of a novelty because people haven't run through the tunnel and things like that. And then I'll tell you, you'll have seen loads, yeah. loads of people over the years that have improved and improved yeah, and improved. Yeah. And, 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 and I take your point about the, uh, the, the demoralisation of being yeah. at the back of a field. That's it. I'm not a great runner, but I enjoy it. And there's always a back of a field, though, isn't it? Even there in the is. Top. There is. Yeah. Absolutely, there I is. Think. And I've did some cross country last year or the year before with um, with the club. And you go out on a club run, and you, I might be uh, around the middle of the pack. You go out and do a cross country race, and I'm number second from the last and it's like Jesus Christ I don't think I was this bad but when you see the quality of the people that are running around and when they're lapping you on these things that does get a bit sort of <laughs> it can be a bit off-putting to, yeah. to people who, uh, who who aren't doing it perhaps as competitively as, as others yeah. and, it, and you see on some of the BTR races there's people who are doing like the half marathon it's taking them absolutely hours to do it it's probably taking them like three maybe four hours to do a yeah. half marathon which and I, th I think that's one of the things is that there's a lot of races out there that are like the sales system and stuff like that that do facilitate that fast race for those runners that want that fast time and but the, the actual globe the actual global running community now used to be if we go back to the 70s when yeah. the tour, sort of, the tour attempts i started was solely pretty much that sort of runner as the london marathon kicked in and the great north run kicked in mm -hmm. there became mass participation but it was still very much that club runner mm -hmm. sort of area only really did it start to shift in the 2000s and then obviously the park run sort of came in with the 5k which was a more accessible distance to the, to the masses but then but once you'd conquered a 5k you wanted to conquer a 10k, 10K then you wanted yeah, to conquer yeah. a half and then a marathon and suddenly you got people and then obviously we had the whole now and what we have now is that is mental health sort of thing the big push to mm. not only physical health but mental health benefits of it and running is such a great your way of doing that and helping yourself and getting out and meeting new people and, and socialising and, and just getting that freedom of your own mind that events not only have to cater for those elite level ones which is off-putting to 
Whereas, and it's always I always find it really difficult for me to talk about this because I've never really been in that point. Even when I was when I was at my my least fittest and I packed in running, I was just you know I might go to park run once every three months. I was still running sub twenty minutes for a five k because I always held myself in that sort of fitness. Mm. You know, so I, I still never really experienced it from that. But what I did get to experience was doing a run director at park run and seeing that buzz off people because mm. I was injured and I wasn't really running. I was just trying to do the odd one ever so often I could see that buzz that people were getting from doing park running things that and that that gave me that appreciation of you know especially since I couldn't run at the time of like this just how great this sport Mm. is for everyone no matter what level they are and I have the discussion with my mum because my mum is now in her mid-60s you know was a competitive athlete and doesn't grasp park run she doesn't grasp she thinks I'm mad when I've done the tour. She thinks everyone else is mad that they're doing the tour. Why would we ever do it? We get ultra runners coming in and they say they're doing 100Ks and stuff like that. And she's like, why would why? you do that sort of thing? Mm-hmm. And she doesn't, hurt for her, running was a competition. It was solely to win. And if she couldn't win, she didn't take part um, sort of thing. Whereas me mm-hmm. dad was very much, you know, he was a good runner. He was a 66 minute half marathon guy. He was a low 30 minute 10K guy. But at the time he finished like, in, just inside the top 100 running those times because everyone that ran at that time in the 70s and 80s ran those times mm. that was like the you know the depth was at the front end of the field the depth now is in the rest of the field the front end is made up of one percent mm. of those running you know the reason i can stand out on the start line is because there's not that many others that have turned up to those races one because there's so many other races to go and do and and get involved in but two because they're so focused on yeah. going doing a certain race in a certain time I like to go and take part in my local races and stuff like that because I like to be part of the community that I'm in and I like to see that buzz that the, like the event that the tour gets from everybody that's, else that's the big thing and I know it can sound a little bit cheesy but <laughs> probably the first couple of years I was a member of a running club the only people I knew was the people I trained with yeah, yeah I was doing it you know what it's like when you first start you're doing every race you're entering every race you're trying to beat your times but the only people I knew were the people I trained with and then it wasn't just the tour, you know, the B- BTR events, other factors came in with the growth of social media and everyone sort of got to know each other as well. But I, I think mainly it, it, the tour was a big massive part of getting to know other people from Liverpool Running Club, from Mossley Hill, from Wallasey, from St. Helens. Yeah, without the tour, I don't, I don't think we really would have had that. It has been a catalyst over the years for, for lots of people. Who would only associate in their own clubs? Yeah. Then when they go to other races, they then refer to each other as tourists. You know, yeah. they, they they put the Penny Lane Striders, uh, the Kirby Miler shirt to one side. So it, you know it, it it does have a a sort of a much wider effect in terms of the attitude of of your your average runner. Definitely. In that they do all relate to each other more. So and yeah. and that's come from the tour. It's a different reason for runners, isn't it? Yeah, you're not going out. To race it and try and win, you might be trying to beat your time for that particular yeah. course in the yeah. tour or your overall tour time. But you look at y- yourself, Matt. What what time did you finish it in again? Overall, yeah, like four hours forty. And the and the person at the back of the pack was about twelve hours or something like that, was it? Maybe uh, John and uh, John and James Hughes. Yeah. So that's like the, the range of uh, yeah. you know, yeah. finished it like uh, almost three times faster than the, uh, than the last person and that's what I think it encourages sort of well, people I, I would also say that probably if you put the sort of percentiles of where the time was yeah, the, the majority of times would be probably closer 
up to, to, to James and stuff that's, like that with that yeah. 12 than they were to to me and that's because and you've got to facilitate the events for mm. for everyone and yeah. there's, there's as you say there's plenty of events John Joe that are facilitated for you know if we want to go for fast times and fast races the yeah. sales sizzlers local, local club ones that yeah. post on and then other ones that have come up you know the podium races that I go to up in Barraford and stuff you know mid Cheshire and things like that um, you know, at loads down south and all the rest of it, the Battersea Park sort of races and Friday night and I just, and all I, the rest. I just think that's where it's more inclusive because you're, you're, you're catering for everyone. And, yeah. I, and I think the, the runners at the back of the pack ain't ever in a million years going to want to go to one of those other races yeah, because yeah, yeah. they're just going to feel totally inadequate. And that's not what it's about. It's about yeah. uh, camaraderie. And I don't think, and, 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 and I suppose one of the things, and it's one of the things I've always tried to do, and I, and I hope that's what. I try and put across when, I, when I've done the tour and stuff as well and, and when I do the park runs and stuff like that with, with Paul and, and things is is that for me I've, I've seen a lot of elite runners go to races and they'll rock up they'll win the race they'll grab their prize money they disappear there's no mixing with mm. the other runners there no. and in re- the reality of it that prize money comes from those other runners if those other runners didn't rock up there's no prize money for those elite runners mm. there's nothing you know the, the prize money comes from everyone else paying their entry fees so you know for me I've always been you, you know I want to I want to chat with everyone else and I want to hear the buzz that they've got from their running and enjoyment they've got from the same race that I've done and then obviously I get to chat about my race with them and the buzz that I got from my race of it and you know at the end of the day we've all run whatever the distance is it's the same distance we've just run different times but it's a different challenge you know for me to run you know, take a park run for example. To me, to run a fourteen-minute park run is is hard work and hard effort. But that's just as hard an effort for someone running it's an hour same, for their park same run. Relative effort around, yeah. Yeah. It's relative effort to their fitness and where they are. So, you, you know, it's that same buzz. But we've all done the same thing. Being faster, yeah, gives you a luxury that you also get some nice prize money or something. There's a bonus sometimes. But the ones at the back of the pack don't get the prize money. But they've done just as hard a work as we have at the front because you know and I mean yeah you can say they can train harder and run faster and of course you could do that sort of thing but people don't necessarily have the time to train the commitment to train the freedom to train you know or the reason to train like you know to jump from being an hour 5k runner to being a 40 minute 5k runner is going to take a hell of a lot of time to do it and not everyone could do it you know and it's you know I mean I'm I'm blessed hopefully with some level of genetics from my mum and dad there which obviously plays some part in, in, in where my running is but we, at the end of the day we all do the same races the same and the same distances if, if BTR events in general were a lot more expensive than other ones I think we'd have you know we'd have something to say about it we, but I don't think they are I think they're very competitive no and I think, and I think if, you, if you looked at the tour solely as a race entry and it's 150 quid then yeah you say well that's a lot of it money it does sound but a lot of people don't know have never done it yet. but if you break it down to the races as, we, as we've done then it's only the same as you're paying for those races if you entered them individually with any other race and if you look at the BTR portfolio as a whole and look at the cost of races then again you're, you're equivalent or cheaper depending mm-hmm. on which race and what distance it is sort of thing so you know your, your value is there and as I say for me you know and, and this is where I contrast to you John Joe maybe up at the front ends of the races my value and maybe it's because I'm further at the front end than you mate and you've just not got there yet and maybe oh. it's something you'll get when you're, you're, you're humble, humbleness when you when you reach the <laughs> fastest me maybe but um, you know is is the, it doesn't matter about you know it's the experience of it not the, the prizes at the end of the day but to John there's point, there is a place for business yeah, yeah. and it is yeah. being run as a business yeah, yeah. and it's no disrespect and it's 
you're making a living out of it. I'm quite happy to support that. Yeah, yeah, me too. And my picture, which I'd like to paint for you all. Um, yes, there is a place for business, and BTR sound like they're doing a great job by all the people I, involved I here today. Are. But what I would say is create that competition. So, how far away were you from second place why overall? Just, why oh, hang just, on, I'm asking you a straight question. You've had plenty of time. Overall. <laughs> how far away were you from second place overall? Eight, 18 minutes. 18 minutes. Right, and then, th- you know, so to create that competition is a good thing for business because it gets all you guys, maybe, oh, it's nip and tuck at the front, is it second, third? Perhaps it, it creates that competition, which I think is very important. That competition. How do you create that competition? I would say there's got to be a balance in re- let me finish please in reflection to the fee that you pay it's a bit, you know and on reflection you know we're talking a few prizes aren't we really and those vets prizes to me are so important like the first lady 70 to 75 she might be right in the back of the pack but she might be the only lady 70 to 75 and you know what she'll be delighted she'll go on to her husband and she'll say you know what I've got a free tour next next year <laughs> now the sale Harriers the Sizzler £10 obviously when I pay that money across I'm thinking where does that money go it goes back into the kids the athletics the volunteers who run the club and those events the Northern League which is this Sunday all those events which are nurturing all of our young people which we, we shouldn't forget so it's a balance between business on the one hand pushing forward leading the way I would say lead the way but create those prizes to create that competition and still you know make a profit I've, I've got to disagree I don't think it was putting prizes is going to enhance anything it's not going to attract any more runners at all I think that's where we disagree I think that's where we disagree I have to agree with Alan which might be contrasted no 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 because no and and the reason is because I'm going to call you out on it go on because Mm. I'm going to say you're saying if you increase the competition you'll get more interest because more people will follow it what major champs are this weekend what what, sorry what major champs are this weekend Northern 10k no no UK Athletics Championships are this weekend the very pinnacle of our sport of athletics you don't know we're on I don't follow it the biggest prize money the biggest prize money in our sport is at the top level you've just said if you increase the competition more people will know it's on and they'll be interested in it and stuff like that no I didn't really say it you you did and the biggest competition is the UK champs which is this weekend in the UK the US champs are out in America this week as well now, right. you, you know I um, don't follow no, the, yeah, so you no don't hang on follow. I don't watch football on the telly you know, I'd rather play sport this is, this so is, I don't need to you do. no, no, but, no but I don't need to, is your, to is be your interest, your interest yeah. you're saying more people will be interested if the fields are faster at the front end they will be interested uh, further no, down no, the let's ask the guys here <laughs> if there was a competition like there was last year because you've already stated this um, the young lad what was his name last year in the tour and it was his sister I'm not sure there was a battle on and I thought that was really I thought, yeah. uh, not Ollie's, he's on about Aaron and Emily. Oh, Perry, right, sorry. And you know something, yeah. I thought that was compelling because I was getting this second hand off Matthew and I thought, this is interesting, this. That his sister has just beaten him, as he, or whatever, you know, it was a battle on. And it was competition. That intrigued me. It got my attention. And how do you create that? And that's, that's the question I'm asking. I don't know. Mr. Rothwell, I'm asking you that question, sir. I don't know. The, the, the front end is not my focus. My focus is on everyone that takes part. I, I don't particularly cater for fast runners. Yeah. 
they, they don't need me to cater for them um, and, and I'm quite I'm quite happy to maintain that I, I don't think I need to add any more prizes to the and yet you did it you did add to it this year though you increased it from the 150 to 200 pounds I might increase it next year but I'm not I'm going to say I'm not adding width you can't give out vets category prizes in the tour otherwise everyone will get something well why not well, why not give vets prizes because it's, it's, not, a, it's so, not as many runners as the other events it's, 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 it's limited because of the courses because you can only have so many runners for a safe, from safety how many runners are there in the tour I don't know it's a max of 500 isn't 500 it? Yeah. runners ok uh, well, we, had, we had 400 in it and we ended up, ended up with about 230 odd finishes yeah. so 400 are entered yeah. so if we had first second and third or you not me we, you, you yeah. yourself had first second and third yeah. a vet 40 to 45 45 that's another 50, 14 one, two, prizes Fourteen prizes over the whole thing, not on a daily basis, yeah, yeah. not on individual races. Fourteen prizes. I'm sure that's achievable. And, it, Alan. and what and what will it what will it generate? How well, will it enhance generate it? for a start? Those individuals would be delighted because you know they, they would surely be delighted. They're I've delighted. seen the, I've seen the faces. Anyway. They're delighted anyway. I'm sure they are. But yeah. next year they're turning up at your event and there's no chance because they've won a prize, which means that next year they don't have any any and, and you know what there's a lady that's just entered the 70 to 75 category she's a great threat to margaret and next year <laughs> she might not win that prize again there's no guarantee it's created a competition at the yeah. back end of the field and, and i know you're saying you can't increase the field but if you could do that would be a way to increase the field because you'd have more competition perhaps just an idea i'm not saying it would work can you just give Rosemary Rogers the money now? <laughs> well, she she was in this year. She didn't turn up. Because yeah. usually for the tour, you have to be on it to get into to get a place, don't you? Yeah. You've got to be entering when it's that's, as it's opening. That's to be able been to... sort of hold below the waterline because of the whole deferral nonsense. Yeah, which you mentioned before, and I, I'm I'm not doing it. I just I, I don't agree with it. That's so. If I enter the tour right now, yeah, and then I say, well, you know what. I've got this wedding on at this time next year. Can I give yeah. it to Jimmy? That's not allowed. No. Even twelve months before. I mean, I don't understand that. Oh, I really don't. You don't have to understand it. Yeah, but I mean, it's it. isn't it a simple switch of names? I mean, yeah. it's a because big lot of work, you, is it? Where do you draw the line? Because if you do it, all five hundred. Well, lots, lots of it. lots of other lots of other big races do that. So it's where do you draw? They, they do it, don't they? You know, I mean, it's, it's achievable. Yeah, but if you know it up front. So that's I, to be fair, the, the year 2019 when I entered, um, I deferred. Yeah. Um, I'm not on the t-shirt for 2019 because I, I deferred it um, because I, I was going to do. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was, no I was justice. <laughs> I was going to go and do uh, the night ten thousands because I wanted that that race and focus on the ten thousand on the track and that atmosphere. And um, but I I I got fed up with the track before that came around and decided actually you know what I need a break from the track and. Everyone, everyone, the the, uh, the pub the year before had convinced me to enter the tour. Sold it on me. I said that's exactly what I need. And I, I messaged Alan and said, "Look, can I jump back in?" Um, and he, he kindly let me back in, sort of thing for it. But I said I wouldn't be on the t-shirt. And I said, I, I, "I'm not fussed about being on the t-shirt. I just want to come and come and run." At that point, I don't think Alan knew me or what what, what I was then going to go and do that year at the tour, sort of thing. So I, I could have just been anyone. So it wasn't any special no, it wasn't. Uh, treatment or anything no that sort of thing. Um, but um, you know, obviously, you know, I could have, I could have deferred that and sort of, you know, that year and, and, and well, listen, But then I would have, it would have been on, missed on, on, a, on a huge positive. 
these three gentlemen here, yeah. Matthew, for and the tour itself, it seems to be, from what I'm hearing, it's a massive positive, has yes. been for 10 years. And yes, there is a place for business. And, and fair play to you, Alan. Thank you very much. Um, but please continue, Matthew, if you've got more. <laughs>